You know, there have been many scandals associated with Melrose Place, perhaps none as earth-shattering, however, as the disappearance of Puddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Puddle Puddle was Sydney's beloved stuffed dog who appeared... Uh, Since she was five years old, Mary. Since she was five. And, you know, we were introduced to Puddle, and then later we were reintroduced to a dog that was allegedly Puddle, but that wasn't Puddle. Puddle wasn't a pound puppy. I remember what Puddle looked like. You can't fool me, Melrose Plate. Mm-hmm. What happened to Puddle, Teach? What happened? What happened to Puddle? And who's in on this conspiracy? Yeah, well, does it go all the way to the top? I think it does. You know who else is covering for this switcheroo? Ooh. The other Melrose Place podcasts. Not one of them have mentioned this. My God. Who are they working for, Mary? Who's who is who's Big Puddle? Like who's controlling all narrative? We have to find Big Puddle. <laughs> we're gonna get to the bottom of this puddle. Yeah, we're gonna get all the way to the bottom of this puddle, aren't we? We are on the lookout, like no one else in this world, for Puddle. If you've seen Puddle, if you've heard from Puddle, if you have an inkling of where Puddle might be, reach out on the internet, use hashtag justice for Puddle, and tell us your tip. Yes, where can people send our, send tips into? Do we have any? Look, no, we're just going to look for hashtag justice for Puddle Mary. Oh, we are. Okay, never mind. Or they can email us if you need more than 280 characters. Email us at melroseplacecast at gmail.com. We will not rest until we find Puddle. No, no. Much like that that mattress on the floor in Sydney's apartment, we will see no rest until this is resolved and Puddle is safe on that mattress on the floor. And let's send a message to everybody covering for Puddle's disappearance. You know which podcasts you are. If you're involved, we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of that too. Oh wow. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. As you know, it is December. The Christmas season is uh, upon us. Is it? Oh, burr, shiver. It's so cold. Look outside. I bet there's snow. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Behind the scenes for our listeners, it is fully April. We're recording this eight months in advance. Yes. Will we take judgment? No. Will our references be out of date? Yeah. Will there be snow on the ground? Probably at my house. Probably. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. well, Mary. Oh, oh, oh. That's becoming my real laugh. I am so excited. Mary, it's a Christmas miracle. I figured out what happened to Puddle. Hallelujah, holy shit. What happened? Okay, the hallelujah followed by the holy shit. Two different vibes. <laughs> That's what I'm trying for. Well, and the Puddle, you say, well, Mary... It's a very Merry Christmas miracle. Oh my God, tell me more. Well, here's what happened. Puddle, as you know, was on Melrose Place. Puddle was switched out. And here's why he was switched out. The original Puddle, Mary, he traveled to the town of Evergreen. 
Did you look in Evergreen? Mm, I don't think I did. No. Mm. You? Well, no, I haven't. But Evergreen, from my research, is a seemingly idyllic um, town, but it's full of unhappy children who must follow harsh rules. Oh, kind of like my childhood. Just like that. And now Puddle, he gets to Evergreen and he tries to play with Mayor Tinkerton's son, Tommy, Tommy Tinkerton. That's really a lot of T's in one name. But Puddle, or Tommy is afraid of displeasing his uptight father who keeps the family and the town on a strict schedule because he's the mayor. Does the mayor have the legal authority to do that? He does in Evergreen. And Mayor Tinkerton also favors Tommy's obedient older brother, Charlie. Charlie. Charlie sounds like a piece of work. He follows the rules. Now, seeing that Polo cannot reach Tommy yet, Polo instead finds Tommy's best friend and neighbor, a nervous boy named Walter Waiter. I don't like the vibe in this town already. And convinces him to play in the snow with him one night, Mary. So Puddle and Walter Waiter are playing in the snow. Well, that sounds wholesome enough, I guess. And Walter, remember, a nervous skittish boy. He had skittish. He had so much fun that he walked into school confidently the next day. And word spread far and wide about Walter breaking curfew and having fun. Oh boy, that's going to be problematic, isn't it? It is, and it prompts the school's principal, Hank Pankley. I don't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bad name for a principal. But Principal Pankley complains to Mayor Tinkerton. And then confident Walter, who never caused trouble before, gets into a food fight with Charlie, the obedient Tinkerton. Oh, boy. So things are going to shit in Evergreen. It really got to shit. Thanks to Puddle, really. Thanks a lot, Puddle. So it prompts Principal Pankley to place the two boys in detention. And Mayor Tinkerton takes a pin marked with number one away from Charlie. What? Yep. And he oh. interrogates Walter, who replies that he was, quote, playing with a magical stuffed dog. Oh, okay. Which causes Mary Tinkerton and Mary, hold on to this, to react nervously. <laughs> what does that mean? Suspiciously nervously. Now, you might say, would a father really put, would a parent really put a pin on one of their two children that says number one? To which I would say, you've met my mother. <laughs> Let me guess which sibling has the number one. <laughs> you know his name and you know what state he lives in. Is it Tinkerton? No, it's not Wisconsin. Anyway, Principal <laughs> Pankley assures Mayor Tinkerton that Walter Waiter's story is untrue because Principal Pankley secretly desires to take Tinkerton's job as mayor. What? That doesn't even pay. It's just honorary. <laughs> now, as school ends, Charlie, the obedient one, mocks Walter for believing in Puddle. Okay. Puddle arrives outside the school and the two join him. So now Charlie knows. Tommy okay. now Tommy leaves school to follow Sarah Simple. Uh, that's not a great name. <laughs> a schoolmate he has a crush on. Mary, this is just what my research says. This was all in one tweet. Hashtag justice for puddle. Oh, this is, they must have <laughs> really kept adding on to that tweet. 
it was all it was all one acronym that I'm unpacking. I think I got it right. Oh, well, good job, good job. Yeah. So, so Tommy's got a crush on Sarah Simple and follows her, but instead, it's Puddle's hat leads Tommy to the library where he discovers Mary. I didn't even know this existed. A comic book about Puddle. Oh, they call those graphic novels at the library. <laughs> the, yes, the graphic novel at the library tells of a boy whose father is a stage mu- magician. Professor Hinkle. People in this town have some interesting names. But the stage magician denounces magic. What? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the boy in the, com- the graphic novel at the library brings Puddle to life using his father's hat. <laughs> this is a very convoluted story. Mary, I'm just, I'm following the tweets. You're just Tommy- dissecting this tweet. <laughs> Tommy... Reads, this is a short version, Mary. Tommy reads that the boy <laughs> spends the rest of winter looking for Puddle, but the rest of the comic's pages are blank. Well, that sounds like a publishing error. Like, someone should have been proofreading that before it got out. Oh, buckle yourself in. An increasingly disturbed mayor finds Tommy and gives him the number one pin. Wait, now, Tommy... <laughs> And Charlie are brothers? Is that Tommy and Charlie are brothers. Charlie was the more obedient one, but he got in a food fight and played with a magical stuffed dog. Well, that so now be- the mayor likes Tommy better. Let me tell you, that would bring shame on the family. <laughs> yes. So Tommy gets the number one pin, and Mayor Tinkerton tells his son, he confesses, that Charlie and the other children have all told him, Mary, the same story about a magical stuffed dog. And he wants Tommy to tell him if anything else strange happens. Tommy, so proud, wears his pin to school. Remember when you got new shoes, Mary? No. It was, oh. <laughs> no, I do. I got new shoes. It was like that. You know, maybe if you, it, we were too old for this, but the shoes that light up, you know, like imagine third grade, busting in with those. That's what Tommy was like. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but all the other kids shun him for being Mayor Tinkerton's new favorite son. <laughs> The kids don't give a shit. They just want to go play with the magical dog. Oh, hold on. In the meantime, Tommy discovers his mother is scrapbooking old photos of his father, which reveals, Mary, that the boy, his father as a boy, is the comic book character. Well, how would they know that? Because it looks just like him, Mary. Comic books, graphic novels are very realistically drawn. That's true. Their depictions of Batman are very accurate. Okay, things are lighting up. Puddle continues playing with the children, including Sarah Simple, until they all begin disobeying rules, Mary. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Appalling their parents and causing Mayor Tinkerton to break down and lose it. Wait, what kind of a breakdown? Like a... A mental breakdown. He just loses his shit. Because this town is not following the fucking rules. I Well, you know what? I'm right there with them. There are rules for a reason. Yeah, well, you sound like Principal Pankley, who convinces the mayor to make Principal Pankley the mayor at the next town meeting because he promises to restore order. Well, this is all sounding a little bit like controversial things that have been in the news in the last few years about restoring order. (laughs) He also, so Principal Pankley, now Mayor Pankley, notices that Walter Waiter feels left out of playing with Puddle, and he tricks Walter into helping him lay a trap for Puddle. God, okay. Walter goes ice skating with Puddle on a frozen pond. Okay. 
until Puddle falls through the ice. What? Puddle fell through the ice, Mary. But he's so lightweight. And he <laughs> melts. He melts in the water. What? How does allowing he... Mayor what? Principal Pingley to steal the hat? Wait, wait, wait. So wait, the the stuffed dog melted in the water. What is in this water in this town that's melting? So I found contact. Water treatment director immediately. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, or... get in there. What is in this stuffed dog that melts on contact? They need to get the get that declared a super fun site. I have to say, I worry about Walter's safety in this scheme. Well, yeah, I mean, he's probably not that far away from, from Puddle when this happens. Like, I hope, I God, this could have been a, a double tragedy. Very yeah. No, so Puddle is melted, and Pankley steals his hat. Now, Tommy goes back to the comic, and the blank pages, Mary, they have restored themselves. Um, Restorn? Restored? Restoring? I like restoring. <laughs> <laughs> they came back. <laughs> okay. And the blank pages reveal that Pankley is revealed to have stolen the hat and locked it away the same winter that Mayor Tinkerton, as a boy, was looking for Puddle. And the pages warn that Pankley will take over Evergreen completely if he's allowed to succeed. Uh-oh, troubles. So Tommy Tinkerton, who's been shunned by his friends, regains the trust of his friends when he shows them the complete comic. See? Proof it's in a comic book. What's what's going on with the people in this town? They got and they they oh, oh the real rich coming from you. I know your town. <laughs> and they successfully retrieve the hat that Pankley stole. They retrieve it from school and they revive Puddle. But he melted. How do you revive someone that melted? <laughs> They're gone. They melted. They're still like, in there though. Like you ain't reviving the the wicked witch of the whatever who got who melted. Like she's they're melted. You you can't no. put that you can't put that back together. That's not how the adults in this town notice eventually that their children are gone. <laughs> What's going on in this town? <laughs> and they head into the woods to find them dancing with Puddle, despite Pankley's attempts to stop them. Okay. So the adults. The children are gone, so they go into the woods. And they find all of their children playing with a magical stuffed dog that had melted and has been revived by a magical hat. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't see anyone raising any eyebrows at any of this. Tommy returns the number one pin to Mayor Tinkerton, apologizing for disobeying him. But Tinkerton assures his son he did the right thing, and he happily recognizes that Puddle has his father's hat. Aw. Okay. Remember? I guess. Tinkerton just go ahead and reinstates himself as mayor. So Mayor Trump, I guess. After <laughs> after he realizes Pankley's treachery. Oh. And then Walter hits him with a snowball, leading Puddle to involve all the adults in a massive snowball fight. I don't understand what's going on in this town. <laughs> well, here's how it wraps up. The adults, Mary, they reconcile with their children and Tinkerton comes to believe in magic again, not wanting his sons to grow up without magic as he did. He also removes the rules and the curfews from the town. And the film's narrator <laughs> is... Re- that power just unilaterally? Is there not like a city manager or a city council here? Like He's, he's the mayor. He's Mayor Tinkerton. 
I know a little about, I mean, you know, maybe it varies from state to state and from municipality to municipality, but yeah. like this yeah. air has an awful lot of power that no one, like, this does not seem democratic. Well, I mean, he, he installed a mayor and uninstalled a mayor. What's the problem? This is, again, this is starting to remind me of some January 6th nonsense. If the people don't like it, they can come for the fucking hat. <laughs> all right. All right. So the film's narrator, uh, played by Bruce Willis, is revealed to be an elderly Tommy Tinkerton who now lives with Sarah. Simple Sarah Tinkerton. Because he hears her call him home from the cold. How do we know it's her? If all this time has passed. I'm going to let that one go. Mary, <laughs> they celebrate with a song about Puddle. Oh, well, that's... Can I, can I tell you about it? Yeah, I mean, it is kind of weird in real life, like when things happen. People don't normally just have a song about the person ready, but this, this all sounds very fact-based. Mary, it was, it was a moment. It was a moment in time. It was celebratory. <laughs> Oh, kind of like at the end of Return of the Jedi when the Ewoks do their song. Mary, can I can I sing for you this song? Yubnub, yes. Yubnub? Yeah. What? That's what the what? Ewoks <laughs> <sighs> Okay, I, I'm going to sing it. I'm going to perform it. Okay, please, <clears throat> God, I look forward to this performance. Let me tell you. Do you know, Mary, can I tell you at my job? The other day, I had a mother come up to me after seeing me. Uh, I moderated a panel. Okay. And she told me, she said, this is, Mary, this is true. This is not a bit for the podcast. She said, you have the most beautiful voice. I can tell that you used to be in theater or radio. I don't believe that you were, were you? No, and nobody has ever said that to me. Nothing <laughs> even remotely close. So I assume she was hitting on me. Um, maybe. I mean, you do have, you have a nice voice. I, you know, I just happen to know you've not worked in radio or the theater as far as, as, far as I know. Well, so I said to her, I said, ma'am, let's not sleep together. <laughs> How did she take it? I didn't say that. All right. But I'm going to use this beautiful voice, these beautiful tones with this beautiful blue eyes in this podcast um, and play for you this song. Are you ready? I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat, very literally. Mary, they made a song about Puddle. We haven't even made a song about Puddle. No, we haven't. Maybe that's been part of the problem. Maybe we need to make a song. That's why he's not come back to us. I bet by the time I finish the song, we'll have Puddle lapping at our feet again. All right. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Puddle, the stuffed dog, was a jolly, happy soul. Um, With a corncob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Um, Puddle the stuffed dog is a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. (laughs) There must have been some magic in that old top hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Oh, Puddle, the snow dog, was alive as he could be. And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Puddle, the snow dog, 
was a jolly happy soul um, with a corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. A puddle, the snowman, um, a fairy tale they say. Going off the rails. That a snow buddy came to life one day. Hey, I lost the beat. There must have been some magic in that old top hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Puddle the snowman, Um. the sun was hot that day. So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Frosty the snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye, saying, don't you cry, I'll be back again someday. Um, I have, I have, I have, I'm just, I I, can't, you know, the good people of Evergreen, Mary, to write a song, I I don't even know where Evergreen is. Well, I, 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 I'm a little concerned, Teach, I'm I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I, I'm not sure that Evergreen is a real town. What are you talking about? Uh, what who is Mayor Tinkerton? What is Mayor Tinkerton sending curfews for then? I mean, that's a valid enough question. Um, Teach, I, 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 I don't even really know where to start with this line of questioning. Um, okay, uh, okay. Uh, listen, listen. When there's awkwardness between us, Mary, let's just yeah. power through it. Let's just get through it. Okay, okay. Let's get through it, girl. All right, all right. If you say so. Um. Um, it's Christmas. It, it's just like Christmas right now. It's I can hear the sleigh bells ringing in my heart. Um, yeah. I, I'm, and we I, found Puddle. Well, I it's really... It's a very Merry Christmas miracle. <laughs> it's, it's quite, it is quite the miracle. Um, unfortunately, like many miracles, I'm not sure that it, it has actually come to pass. That's a slam on Christianity I wouldn't support, but whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> um, did you ever, like, as a kid, you know, on the mean street, up. did you guys ever like did you watch like you know christmas specials on tv or, or holidays uh-huh. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. die hard die hard that one actually does star bruce willis um yeah yeah that that does yeah that's a, that's a christmas special for uh-huh, uh-huh. um um did you do like did you have like christmas concerts at school or or yes. yes but we had to call them holiday concerts we, oh yeah because there's a there's you know there's, there's other people. We have to remember. <laughs> yes. Now, did we only sing Christmas music? Yes. <laughs> you know, in retrospect, that was all pretty messed up. Like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. It's a problem. Yeah, it's really, it's pretty weird. Um, anyway, okay. Yeah. So, so you had, did you ever, anywhere in your, your holiday songs or your holiday iconography or like Christmas ornaments, do you ever see any, they call them snowmen? Do you know, are you familiar with snowmen? Snowmen, <laughs> snowmen. Yes. Yeah, you have three balls of snow, varying sizes, getting smaller as you go to the top. And then a uh, um, uh, corn cob pie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. you use little pieces of, of coal, they call it, for the, for the eyes. Oh, from my stockings. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, what are you, what are you suggesting, Mary? Who got the most coal in their stocking at your house? Not my older brother. Let me tell you that. Not number one. You know what? That's in your favor, though, because you could use that coal to keep warm. I bet he got real cold. I'm sorry. I I, I prefer the earth. 
to keep you I wouldn't warm? burn coal. I wouldn't burn coal. I mean, I think if you got cold enough, you would. Anyway, um, so yeah, so at, at any, so you're familiar with snowmen, you know. Yeah. See, what really caught my attention, besides your entire story, was that song. At the, um. Yeah, the puddle song. Puddle the stuffed dog. Does that sound like anything else to you? Like maybe there's a little like I don't want to no. call it plagiarism because I it's innocent, but um. No, we call it parody. <laughs> yes, it's clearly a parody. Um, did you ever did you, did you did you ever hear the story of a guy called Frosty the Snowman at any point? I I uh, there's like a magic hat and there's a snowman who comes to life with the children and they and they frolic about and there's different and he melts yeah he, he melts yeah yeah and he does come back unlike most things that melt like for example a stuffed dog if it were to melt uh, I oh. don't that that would come back oh delete this let's delete this mary let's we can't publish this this is wrong i was wrong we can't post this you know what we're both wrong a lot and and the, i think we should post it in solidarity and to show the oh. good that it's okay to be wrong the important thing is that you keep hope in your heart much like we do as we search for puddle and much like the children of evergreen did as they uh they cavorted about with a, a snowman and and the number one button for some reason. What um, is there? Are there, is there ever snowflakes on my face? God, I would like to point out that Burt Reynolds was actually the narrator. It was Burt Reynolds, not Bruce Willis. But it, you know what? An honest mistake. And wouldn't it be great if Bruce Willis was in a Frosty movie? I mean, in the before times, yeah. <laughs> now it might be kind of exploitative. Why is he dead? No, did you? This, this is. What the fuck is? <laughs> You know that he he retired from acting because he's having cognitive issues. Oh, but that's fine. we're celebrating him in this podcast. I oh, I I and so we're, I think our listeners they were going to listen to this whole episode and be so excited with Bomb Puddle. Oh. Well, but they always are, you know. And at this point, I think they kind of know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Mary, I'm. I'm, I say I find it very egregious that they named the one female character Sarah Simple. <laughs> That's not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> well, maybe she should have been more interesting. <laughs> this whole, uh, I'm, you know, I like that this is a this was a fresh take on a classic holiday story, but. There's a lot of weird things going on in this. I'm gonna be honest with you. The the graphic novel, the the number oh. put on one of the two children in the family. <laughs> like, there's a lot to unpack here. This is I, I don't think I'd want my kids to watch this if I had kids. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: the original Frosty was a three minute cartoon, which they eventually did stretch out to 25 minutes. That's the one you remember from when we were kids. Yeah. So yeah. to to turn it to a full length, they had to add something. And oh my gosh, I just. You know what? It was the Tinkerton. It was the Evergreen. That's how I didn't recognize it as Frost. I, my gosh, I'm so humiliated, Mary. Let's. Just, we have to go. I have to turn it off. All right. Well, I, good. Just, you know what? I assure that if, if Puddle hears this, he's gonna want to give you the number one button for trying. So 
wait, seriously, how how long does this show go on? How many episodes are there? <laughs> wait, I told you this, right? So it goes to season seven of the original run, but then there's the re- the reboot season. So there's how many reboot seasons? Just the one so far. So far. Okay. But there's also, but then Mary, there's the the Amazon has the true story of Melrose Place movie that we should cover. Oh God, how long? Yeah, and and uh, Models Inc has to be covered too. Wait, what the hell is Models Inc? It, it's a two season spinoff. Of what? What do they? Of, of Melrose Place from the lady from Dynasty was on it, I think. The lady from Dynasty, my God, this was like a whole industry. And I do think 90210, to get to understand where this show came from, is probably worth exploring. I, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> and then when Allison left, she went to Allie McBeal. Does it have anything to do with the contents of Melrose Place? I just feel like, how, do you really want to be an expert in this or not? I mean, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> okay, so we're in for all of it. <laughs> oh, God. 